Good morning, wherever you are in the world, and welcome back, friends, to the Reconnect with Your Teenager podcast with me, Emma G. If you are new to this channel, to this place, to this podcast, to this conversation series, I am a youth empowerment through songwriting coach, utilizing the methodologies of music and songwriting to help young people step into their voice, step into their power, and reconnect themselves, their parents, and the world. However, uh, you know, youth work is a complex field, and there are many different approaches to making sure that your teenager grows into a happy, healthy human. So I decided to step into my, well, step outside of my comfort zone and talk to some other experts from around the world, specifically the United States, where I now live, uh, to talk to other experts in their field of expertise when it comes to youth empowerment work. And today, all the way from the cheese land of America, and I can only say that because I'm from New Zealand, that also has cheese, um, but we've got from Wisconsin, Ms. Sarah Schenk, who is taking the world by storm when it comes to youth empowerment work with horses. I am so excited for our conversation. Sierra, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you also. Did you do anything special to celebrate? Uh, not today. I did go out to dinner with my boyfriend last weekend, though. So Awesome. Dinner yeah. is always a positive. I'm a big fan of food. Um, so that, <laughs> Me <that's> too. <laughs> and cheese, of course. And cheese, of course, because, you know, Wisconsin. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I really want to sort of dig straight into this because your approach to youth empowerment work is so non-traditional. Yeah. Um, what got you into, first of all, what, you know, you describe yourself as a certified EGC method coach. Can you tell me what that is? Yeah. So I'm a certified equine gestalt coach. The equine is the horse part. Gestalt is a German word. Um, that means wholeness. So my teacher, Melissa Pierce through touched by a horse combined gestalt with horses. And so it's the equine gestalt method. Um, and what that really means is I partner with my horse. So my horse is a co-coach of mine. Uh, yes. So I partner with my horse and we help people, um, especially adolescents, go through, work through anxiety, trauma, depression, um, the stresses of life to help them feel free and live joyfully and have self-love. So. I, I, I have so many questions, yeah. but let, let's start from the beginning. How did you stumble across youth empowerment work specifically? Like what got you involved in youth work? Yeah. So um, I'm a swimmer and after graduating college, I became a swim coach and okay. I was, I was able to coach all levels, but the teens were like my love. Like I loved coaching them. I feel like you can impact them so much and they're looking, truly looking for role models at that age. Um, and so then as my life progressed, I grew up with horses and I've done a full circle. Um, and so now that I, I had found that this program, I just knew I love teens. It's what lights me up. And so why not go back to the, back to the teens? I love that. I love that. Yeah. So at what point, I mean, 
I don't know about you. You, you said that you, you know you've done a bit of a full circle, and I, yeah. I can kind of relate to that. I started my career doing music from a very young age myself. I've never been a swimmer. My body is just <laughs> not built for that. Um, but you know, from going from you know starting in one area and then you kind of flirt with different career paths, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. At what point did you think, oh shoot, I had this opportunity to create something quite different for young people? Um, you know, because equine work is not your typical approach. So when did the light bulb go for you? When it um, to, to be honest, when I went through some things like back in 2017, I found mm -hmm. the program. And once I started, so going through the program, we had to go through our own work and look back at our life and what um, trauma there was or things like that. So when I started looking back at my own life, I was like, oh my gosh, my teenage years, holy cow. Mm -hmm. I would have loved to have somebody to help me through this. And so that's when the light bulb was like, ding, that's my, that's going to be my specialty. I love that. I love that. Yeah. With, um, so, so walk me through like what, what it is, you know, how, how do, first of all, did you ask your co-coach, how, how did that, how did that help me happen? Like, you know, cause horses, they're, they're, you know, they're very regal creatures. Yes. Yes. Um, and they, they, but they also make it very well known that they don't like people. Um, yes. so how does that whole thing work? So, um, I believe that all horses actually have this innate gift that they want to help people come to a sense of calm, a sense of peace, to live in the present moment, to just to just be, right? Humans are so do, 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 go here, expectation this, expectation that. And horses are like just hanging out. So I believe they have this innate gift that they want to share with us. Um, and that being said, when I do partner with a horse, I ask them if they're up for it that day um and some kind of turn their back and say nope and some are like yeah they're at the front of their stall ready to go fascinating um, you're the horse yeah. whisperer <laughs> well no, not quite no <laughs> no i've learned i've learned a lot to to listen to them um and their body language just like we listen to i listen to my teens with their with their body language same thing of course, of course. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, so that's an interesting thing because often, you know, we, we, we what I can't remember what the statistics are, but what is it like 90% of our communication is made through body language or 85%? I, yeah, I don't, it's not quite that high, but it is, it, it is the number one way to right. communicate. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, with the advent of social media, there have been a lot of, um, people suggesting that body language is something that we now really have to take active, uh, well, action towards teaching young people how yes. to utilize because, you know, yes. kids don't, or kids, teenagers specifically, um, tend to lean more towards texting and yes. uh, such to communicate rather than any in person, anything. Um, so what does that relationship look like when they work with you specifically? So one thing that I've um, really been starting with, with the teens is having them get into their bodies because I've found that they 
um, a lot of people, but also teens, are, don't have any awareness of the emotions going on inside, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we ground and say, what's going on? How, what do your feet feel like today? Can you feel them on the sand, right? If they have a message, what message would they have for me? Can you feel right below your belly button? What's going on there? Can you feel right above? Can you feel your heart? Can you feel your throat? You know, kind of going through that and just being me being aware of how they're standing. Are they standing hunched over? Are they standing tall? Are they looking in a different direction? All of that is um, kind of how I, I coach and I navigate the session. Okay. And so how does that cross pollinate over to like how you utilize horses? Yes. So the horse is also super aware of what's going on in the different energy centers, chakras Mm -hmm. of a person. So for example, if I have a client that their heart is just racing, okay, the horse will actually come up and put their heart in front of or right behind my client's heart to help it calm. And oh my it, gosh. It, it truly, it truly decreases the person's heart rate. They don't understand what's going on. All of a sudden they're just like, oh. and they feel better. They feel calmer. It's because the horse is lining up their chakra and they're they're nice and calm. They're like, what's the problem here? And they help the person. Or if they're having a hard time, say a teen really wants to yell at their teacher for whatever reason, right? Mm -hmm. And they're having a hard time because they don't want to get in trouble and um, deal with the consequences. So, but they have it like stuck in their throat, right? So the horse will line up at their throat with the person to help that clear. And the person can then say what they wanted to say to the teacher. So your, your work is very spiritual and I, I wasn't prepared for, I guess, the chakra component. Um, it is and it isn't. It's more somatic. Okay. So it's a lot of stuff within the body. We believe that a lot of trauma, a lot of anxiety, a lot of things are stuck in the body. Hmm, of and so, so my approach is that it's all experiential. So we do experiences, for example, going through the body to see how you're feeling that day right? to help them overcome the anxiety or whatever's going on. Fascinating. And so, okay. So somatic, break that down for me. For for anybody who's watching here, oh, watching here and is not familiar with some of the terms you're using when you're talking about, you know. Somatics. Yeah. So like your body, awareness, your energy within your body, what's, if you're moving your hands, tapping your feet, that's all somatics. How does working with horses in particular help with that? Like if, if you're, so obviously the presence of, of animals has been proven time and time again to help with a multitude of different emotions, traumas, um, even, physical capabilities, um, you know, but w- when it comes to working through trauma specifically, mm-hmm. how is that, how is the presence of a horse most beneficial? Uh, the safe space they create. Safe, like safe, non-judgmental space, to be completely That's- honest. Yeah. 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 
I, I have clients just pet, they can just pet the horse and words come out that they didn't even realize that they had inside because it's a safe, non-judgmental. The horse isn't going to say anything. The horse isn't going to laugh at them. Horse isn't going to judge them. Horse isn't going to tell them they're stupid. They're there. They're there to love them. One of the things, I mean, safety is so imperative, obviously, when it comes to youth empowerment work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been working in the youth space for, I don't even, (laughs) I like to tell people I'm 21 with a few years experience. So giving away how long I've been working in youth work (laughs) kind of um, makes me feel, you know, not as young as I would like to sometimes. But um, when it comes to, you know, creating a safe space for young people because to your point i feel like a lot of teenagers especially since the advent of you know of social media etc are bombarded with negative messages with with yes. negative um yes. just thoughts and ideas and concepts about how they need to be and show up and exist in the world when it comes to your work because you're obviously present with the, yes. the teenager and the horse together yes. so is it like this is a one-on-one experience that they then like allow themselves to feel more vulnerable because of the horse's presence and because of your presence yes both of them yeah okay okay so the horse is there to to really hold that that safety container Mm -hmm. and i'm there to really listen listen to what's going on listen to their heartaches listen to the expectations that are being placed on them and they just feel overwhelmed or listen to the bullying that happened and they don't have any self-love because they've been told whatever from whoever Mm. social media for example um and so the horse like holds the space and i am able to really listen without judgment without without anything just with compassion truly yeah 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 so with the i mean the journey of of the young person mm-hmm. i mean the role is, of thumb hopefully is generally speaking um that I, I, a social worker a youth worker a counselor a therapist whoever their job is literally to work themselves out of a job right and so a lot of young people when they were coming to work with you, do you find that they, you know, how does that manifest for them as they are finding their voices, finding their ability to be vulnerable, to to experience or to, to rather express their frustrations? Does that then manifest as like, you know, to the point where they're they're able to take ownership of their throat chakra, et cetera? Or is it more a case of they then go out and buy their own horse or what is that? <laughs> what, is that? what does that look for? I, mean, I would love to have a horse, but I live in an apartment. So that would not be. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. It's been different for everybody. Really. Um, I had one girl that her goal, cause uh, the pandemic, everybody was at home for school. And when she tried to go back, she was having major panic attacks mm. and, couldn't, and couldn't do it. Just like couldn't do it. So she went back to work, um, doing school from home. And so her goal was to be able to get back in person. And so it took us from November and we met every other week. Um, it took us from November until March for her to be able to go back in person, 
but she was able to fully go back, which is amazing. Like it's so amazing. Um, she is one that now wants a horse, (laughs) but I told you, I'm I'm just, (laughs) some people are able to find empowerment and tell their friends, like, it's not okay that you're saying these things to me or tell their parents that, Hey, this is what's going on. They find that empowerment with being with the horse and working with me. So it just depends on the person to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, (laughs) it's so cool. I just, yeah, it's so different. It's so different for everybody. Um, and it's different depending on the ages, you know, like 12 to 13, they're just starting to individuate. They're just trying to figure out who they are separate from mom or dad. How am I like mom or dad? How am I different from mom or dad? Like just they're starting to navigate that. So sometimes we look at that and say, are you okay with being like your mom like this? Are you, what do you want to change? You know, what do you like about? What do you not like about that kind of thing? Um, And 14 to 17 is really, they're like, it's all about me. All I'm, all I'm thinking is about is me. Like, I don't know what's going on out here. I want to care about me. So then looking at different things in that, how, how can we help you meet, get your needs met in that age, right? Because they want to be seen and heard and do go out with their friends and not care about anything else. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's different for every age and every person. Of, of, of course. No, yeah. no, no two humans are the same. No. Uh, <laughs> but I, Okay, so you you said that, you know, obviously every young person wants to be seen and heard. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I, and you, you express that beautifully, I, I often laugh that, you know, every teenager, it's like they're breaking up with childhood and flirting with adulthood whilst yes. trying to find their feet, right? Yes. And, you know, being able to, I mean, I come from a very spiritual background in the way that I work. Um, okay. So the way that you're the way that you're talking about how you use horses is is gorgeous. I, I often um, wonder, you know, how other coaches, therapists, mentors, etc., utilize, um, I guess, your specific platform to help young people. I mean, do you find that it's the 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 part of their growing points come from like this being in nature oh yeah connection of 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 being grounded and and like in there because i love that you talk about feeling around your belly button and you know how do your feet feel but like when it comes to like physical contact with nature how does that kind of affect your clients um, they're, I mean, they're much calmer in general. I have, I have people, clients coming to me that have, um, anxiety or anger or aren't aware of what's going on in their bodies. And then I see them with the horse and I'm not able to see any of that because the horse brings them down to such a regulated state. So being in nature being outside, we're not outside in Wisconsin in February, but um, I was going to ask about that. <laughs> we're in, we are in an arena. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. But being um, outside in the summer, like in the grass with the horse, is it's so um, it's so calming. It's so calming for their bodies, and 
And a big awareness I had yesterday was that that 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half that they spend with me is allowing them a break from the anxiety, from the pressures, from the expectations, from all of the noise outside. Mm. It's allowing them a break from that. And it's, it's amazing. Do you find that you have a particular connection with extroverts versus introverts? I have a better connection with introverts. Okay. Just because I, I, yeah. I'm not talking about because of your personality. I'm talking about in terms of like the type of work that you do. It, yes, because they feel safe with the horse. Interesting. I love that. Yeah. So it's, it's, and it's a one-on-one, right? So they don't, there's no like mask that they need. They they don't feel they need to put on a mask. It's, or sometimes I let them just go off and I, they talk to the horse. I don't need to know. I don't need to know what you're telling the horse, get it off your chest and talk to the horse. It's totally fine. So I think that that's safe for introverts, right? Do you have similar um, feedback from extroverts that you work with as well? Um, They, yes and no, extroverts are more willing to talk with me Mm -hmm. and the horse. Yeah, they're more willing to da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, where introverts are a little bit more reserved. Yeah, that makes total sense. So I want to focus this back on you because, Mm -hmm. you know, I think one of the beautiful things about being um, a a high-functioning adult is um you know and being and being able to be of service i mean it's an indication almost that you have overcome some of your own um struggles and traumas of your own and and you mentioned um you know way back when that as a teenager when you were growing up you were an overachieving student you're a daughter obviously um your sister and an athlete i'm assuming through swimming yeah. Um, and that you're the, the teenager that wanted to meet everybody's expectations. When it comes to working with horses, is it more like, do you find that a lot of the teenagers that you work with feel like they ha- they come to you for the first time and need to prove that they are going to be the star that the horse gets along with the most or like mm-hmm. what is what is a typical first session with Sierra Shank look like? Um yeah they're no they don't feel like that. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah I I've, <laughs> I've got yeah. Um so it's a typical session is I mean we meet and greet and I bring the horse in and we just brush the horse. Well, I do a little say, do a little safety demo first. Um, And then we brush the horse and we talk and I get to know them a little bit. Who are you? Like, not just your Sierra Shank. Like, who are you? What do you like to do? What do you do for fun? What do you love? Um, How are you feeling today? You know, really getting to know them. And then I take little clues from that. Mm-hmm. and die and go in one direction or another like do you have siblings yeah I'm a sibling of three okay so that can be a direction I go how do you get along with your siblings mm-hmm. well me and me and my sister hate each other okay so then we dive into that right or what's your favorite part of school well I hate school I'm not going to school okay so let's dive into that you know just taking 
taking little pieces of our initial, how are you? Who are you? Kind of, that's how the session goes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. You mentioned that your teacher, one of the one of the key pieces of advice that they gave you was that you'll never forget what a 1200 pound animal will teach you. Yes. What would like for somebody who's never seen a horse in their life and for me being a New Zealander, that's really hard to believe, but there are, are a lot of people out there who've never seen a horse in person. I guess two part question. First part is how do you, you know, like how do you introduce somebody who's never seen a horse in real life to a horse for the first time? And then side question, um, what would be the number one thing that you personally have learned from a horse? Okay. Question number one. <laughs> I just, um, sorry, my, yeah. this is my brain going, I have so many questions. Yeah. I down into <laughs> um, question number one, introducing, I have the horse on a halter and lead rope with the person. And I, well, first I asked them their comfort level. Have you ever been mm. around horses? What's your comfort level being around horses? And to be honest, I haven't had anybody say I'm super scared of them. Oh, Otherwise I don't know that they would come to me if they were. Um, but regardless, the horse is on a halter and lead rope. So they're kind of in control, we'll say, mm -hmm. um, while we start. And then if the person is feeling okay and feeling safe, I can take the halter off and do mm. liberty work with them. If they're not feeling safe, that's totally fine. The halter and lead rope stays on and we go about our work that way. That's awesome. So that's my, that's my first answer. And then my second answer, what has a horse taught me uh, to be present? Mm. To truly be, to truly be. I grew up with horses and it was a totally different model. Um, it was like train them, work them, like work hard, do this, do that, always have an agenda. And now sometimes I just go out and sit. And I find my connection with my horses is way better, like way, 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 way better. So and your connection with self, I assume as well. Yes. Yes. You know, I, th I think we, I don't, I don't know if the pandemic um, manifested this way for you, but I've definitely noticed people are a lot more reserved in how they connect with one another in yes. person. I, ha have you seen that manifest with the clients that you're working with as well? Um, no, I don't think so. That's good. I'm glad. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I, to be honest, the horse is like my saving grace. I think if it was just me and the client, it would be more reserved. Yes. Yeah. But that, that's safe. They truly create a safe space. That's fascinating. I have a cat, um, because again, I live in an apartment and I can't have a, and a horse in my no, <laughs> in my 16th floor. Yeah, <laughs> so that'd be really awkward for everybody involved. But um, you know, and and she has a very similar similar effect on my on my clients. I um I often <laughs> uh, I often joke around about you know she's like my my backup cheerleader. Um, with with the horses though, like I'll be I mean yes, I grew up in New Zealand, but I I was only around horses you know maybe a couple of times a year. Um. It's, 
how I, I, I want to, I want to say like, is there anything in particular that you feel the, the young people you're working with find overwhelming about the horses or like, are there any barriers there for them when like, besides obviously they're, they're, they're invested in being in there because they're with you, but like, are there any kind of initial hesitations that generally come up? I think a barrier, to be honest, I think a barrier is uh, the communication, right? Because horses obviously don't speak English. Um, door, really? no. <laughs> <laughs> and so teens have, um, can have a little bit of trouble just trying to understand what the horse is doing. And like, if they're telling the horse, how, the, how, how does the horse understand what I'm saying? Like, why does right. that matter? Right. So I feel like that's a barrier. Um, but we do something called join up and you may or may not have heard of it, but it's essentially when the horse, if somebody's walking around in a circle, the horse will come join up with them and meet up with them. So something that's super powerful is having a teen say something true about themselves, whether it's they like themselves, whether it's I love my eyes, I something like something that's truly true, the horse will know and will join up with them and walk around the circle with them. And they're that, like, how the heck did the horse know what I was saying? That's amazing. Yeah. And you can have them say, you can have the teen walk around and do like math in their head. Two plus two is four, da, 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 da. And the horse doesn't care at all. Right. But as soon as they say, I, I'm working on loving myself or I love math, or I'm a really good swimmer, or whatever, the horse will join up. And then they truly trust that, oh my gosh, the horse does know what I'm saying. That so. I need to fly to Wisconsin and come and meet <laughs> these horses. This is wild. You're yeah. blowing my mind. It's really cool. It's really cool. I mean, I'll have to come in the summertime. I'm not going to lie, because I'm, I'm not good in the Midwest yes. in winter. Come in the uh, <laughs> I love I, I love the Midwest. Just the, the, the snow and I were not really on good speaking no, no, friends. <laughs> we're not friends. We're not friends. But you said the horses are currently in a stable or in an arena at the moment. Yeah, yeah, we do our work in in an indoor arena that's covered. Um, I mean, it's not heated, but it's blocked from the wind, from the snow. We bundle up. I mean, yeah, yeah. Hats, gloves, all the things. That's fantastic. Yeah. I am I am so honored that you have taken the time to you know explain your work and sort of dive a little bit deeper into a world that I have known nothing about. Um equine, you know <laughs> Equine the, Gestalt. That Gestalt. I there you this, go. Is, this is terrible. I, I should know these things because you know my last name starts with a G. It's a complicated last name. So I should really comp you know conquer all complicated words. But equine gestalt <laughs> um, um, coach training that that's amazing i'm i'm so so fascinated by this and i i will i will make the time to at some point come down and how can people get in touch with you if they are you know is it parents that get in touch with you first or is it the teenagers it is it is the parents okay. um because they're the ones that bring the teens and pay for the sessions and things like that so 
people can find me on my website, which is www4, F-O-U-R, wins, W-I-N-D-S, to freedom.com. Awesome. Awesome. And you're on Instagram as well. Instagram. Yep. yep. Four wins to freedom there. Yes. Yes. And you're also on okay. Facebook. Yep. Uh, which is again, four wings to freedom, but the word two, as opposed to the letter yep. or the number rather. Um, cool. And, you know, is there anything else that you really like? I mean, again, you, you will never forget what a 1200 pound animal is going to teach you no on that note what is one thing that you hope everybody who listened to this podcast today hopes to learn from you and the beautiful animals you work yeah um i hope that everybody learns to take a step back and find something they're grateful for every day. That's something I go over with my teens every single session. Give me one, give me one thing you're grateful for. Um, and to, to live a joy filled life. So that's my, that's my things. I love that. I love yeah. that. Joyful. One of my girlfriends, Solia always says joy is my protest. So yeah. I, I'm all about, I'm all about that, you know, in the face of adversity and the face of negativity and the face of the world telling and us everything. who to be and how to show up being joyfully you is the best thing that you can possibly do for the world. Yeah. Thank you, Sierra. It's Thank been you. Such a pleasure. Thank you to everybody who has tuned in today. I want to say a massive shout out to Ja Logic, who is from the IRANT Network, um, who is helping to facilitate this particular podcast and is doing all the beautiful graphics and things. Um, so if you want to check them out, please do IRANT uh, Network. It's I-R-A-N-T. Otherwise, uh, thank you so much for everybody for tuning in today. My name is Emma G. I am a youth empowerment through songwriting coach, otherwise known as Yes Youth Coaching, speaking with the glorious Sierra Schenk, all the way from Wisconsin, uh, who is an equine gestalt coach using horses to help your teenagers become their best, beautiful, authentic selves through the lens of animals and and just truth and honesty. So thank y'all so much. Be safe, be kind. Until next time, uh, keep smiling and we'll see you next time. Trying to get my feelings straight I don't with all my mistakes I turn one into one So hard to stay sober I'm damaged and I'm love stone So hard to remain in control You're writing what I thought I'd know And I'm drinking it in But the lesson they know about And I can almost pinpoint where we went wrong I'm not about the sad songs The foundation said I'm good to go
Love with 